um, rulers of many countries and many other apparatchiks have been wantonly breaking the law over the last three years. They have had no concern about obeying the law, and they want to protect themselves. Um, we're undergoing a soft coup, and the idea is to create a whole new set of laws and ignore the existing human rights laws and other laws under the pretext of pandemic preparedness and the biosecurity agenda. 70 countries at least are involved with this, 50 supported by the U.S. And who is going along with this? Basically, all the major multinational organizations, as well as all our health authorities. The WHO is developing through all its nations, but with the WHO directorate in the United States in charge, a pandemic treaty and amendments to the existing international health regulations that will remove the human rights protections currently um, embedded in the IHRs, will enforce surveillance, censorship, get rid of freedom of speech, require governments to censor and only push a single narrative. Um, other things that, uh, that amendments do is to bind the state so they're no longer recommendations but enforceable edicts, uh, provide a liability shield, get rid of intellectual property rights, move supplies from one country to another, um, enforce digital passports, and the director general of WHO can demand that a pandemic or a potential pandemic exists. He can just declare it with no standards, and then countries around the world will have to obey. Also, the WHO will tell you what drugs you can and can't use in your nation once a pandemic is declared. One Health is a concept that was created to enable the WHO, with these documents, to take over jurisdiction of everything in the world. Added in this concept is a peculiar notion that humans are no longer of greater value than animals. Hello and welcome back. This is episode 46 of Waking Up with Mel. And today we're going to wake up to the New World Order timeline, but not just that. We're calling this one Waking Up to Smart Cities because that one was off my radar until the fires in Hawaii. So let's talk about it. Okay, before we we begin, we got to say God is in control. I say this every time. And when I share information like this, it's not to put fear into you because if you have fear, it will cancel out any faith you have. They cannot live together. So you need right now to put on your whole armor of God and pray about what to do because these smart cities are coming to a city near you. I want to start all over the place because you know me and my rabbit trails. And if you don't, you're lucky. So I figure in order to get this into people's heads that have no idea about what's going on in the world is just to lay some foundational groundwork. And to do that, I'm going to talk about a conversation I had this weekend. This weekend, we were talking about the new possible lockdowns. Dun, 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 dun. The person I was talking to happened to um, have a pretty corporate job, you know, making the millions and did not want to lose that job. So they complied. And when I say complied, they wore the mask, they took the shots, they did whatever they had to do to keep their job 
and be comfortable. And when I say comfortable, I'm talking about the mask. This person said I would never wear a mask again at work alone in my office ever. And if they try to make me do that, I'm going to tell my whole entire team that they can go home and work because it's stupid. And it didn't work the first time. I'm not going to do it. And I said, you know, it's music to my ears to hear you say that because there's so many people that if they would have stood up at their kids wearing a mask in school, this whole thing would have never got this far. And the, I just wish people could look back and say, oh my God, if I did not comply, they wouldn't have so much control now because people, you control the government. They do not control you. And unfortunately, a lot of us, our whole lives have not felt that way. But it's time, people, we stand the heck up and wake up and realize there's power in your mouth. We talked about that last week, but there's more power in your action. Okay. So your words are powerful, but so is your action. So if you're living in a smart city coming near you and you know any of these people that are a part of this, you have power over these one or two people hiding on their little websites and all the things. So there's one common thread I've been hearing when I listen to the plan, the 2030 agenda of you owning nothing and being happy about it because you live in a smart city that's so smart you can be as lazy as hell. Do you guys ever watch that Disney movie? I can't remember exactly what movie it was. I want to say Wally, but I'm I think I'm right. Where they let people get so compliant with the government and lazy that they made earth so horrible they had to go move to space and they were at the point where they didn't even use their damn lakes because they were just so compliant with getting everything handed to them and i feel like america beautiful america is at a precipice right now where we either take it back in a way we never have which i know will happen because i've heard what god's plans are for this country and maybe we should start with that before we get deep into what their plans are so let's do that let's start with god's plans first and then we'll jump into what they got planned and i'll just let you know right now if you've never listened to my podcast before god wins and god has a timeline and so does satan and satan's trying to speed his up because he sees he's failing and he's using every minion he has in power and corporations that have sold their souls to do this. And unfortunately, many, 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 many people around the world, including America, especially Sleeping Beauty America, are not awake to this agenda. And they're part of it because they're not awake. They are part of Hitler's team right now. And they think the Trump supporters are. But that's a whole different story and political as well. So we will pause here and jump in with God's word. Okay, before I give you these prophecies, I just want to lay out that this is Kim Clements. He has passed since 2019. And this is his daughter who has really been um, keeping his legacy alive and just showing all the cool stuff that has come to pass and still hasn't. So let's see what she laid out for us. i give you that. And through the prophetic is a great way. And so... I do hope you enjoy this, and um, I think we'll just go ahead and watch it now. So there you go. Have a look at what I presented at the Reawaken America Tour in Las Vegas, August of 2023. Enjoy. In Frederick, Maryland, I prophesied there is a snake hidden in the capital. God says, I will bring it out. And this exposure 
shall cause the nation to shake. But God said the shaking is good for America. You're about to embark on a journey that you have never embarked upon before. And from the south of your land and throughout the middle of your country, from west and then back to south and east north, they shall say this has never, ever happened before in our country and in our culture. Trump shall become a trumpet, says the Lord. No, you didn't hear me. Trump shall become a trumpet. Are you listening to me? I will raise up the Trump to become a trumpet. president not a religious one but i will fool the people says the lord i will fool the people yes i will god says the one that is chosen shall go in and they shall say he has hot blood for the spirit of god says yes he may have hot blood but he will bring the walls of protection on this country in a greater way and the economy of this country shall change rapidly says the lord of hosts listen to the word of the lord God says, I will put at your helm for two terms. A president that will pray, but he will not be a praying president when he starts. I will put him in office and then I will baptize him with the Holy Spirit and my power, says the Lord of hosts. I was standing in my garden. Suddenly the Spirit came and removed from my eyes scales. I was praying for America and I was praying for Israel. Nothing unusual. Suddenly behind me, starting behind my back, going in the form of an arrow, were hundreds of thousands of people. And I turned around and I was stunned at what I saw. This was not just a mere dream, but this was a vision. And so I raised my hand like this, and every one of them raised their hands. I looked back, and they were doing the same thing. I shouted, and they all shouted. They were one. They were one. One party. One party of people. Continued until I realized that the unity of these, amongst them stood one that God had set aside to be the leader of this nation. And then I heard gold. I wasn't sure if this was attached to his name, but he said to me, he will restore the fortunes of in this nation Bef because of his brilliance I couldn't quite see his face because that was not allowed because there was a mist that covered all the people and he was amongst them the wall there's a wall being built will not be completed for a takeover already a plan 
Iran, you have wicked plans. Your wickedness cannot be covered. I've seen you, says the Lord. I've already spoken about you. Father, I just pray you'd, you'd stop just for a minute. Rudy Giuliani. Oh, you may mock him, but I made him a watchman in this country. The hatred for this nation has increased. There is a man by the name of Mr. Clark, and there is also another man by the name of Donald. You are both watching me say, could it be that God's speaking to me? Yes, he is. <coughs> Somebody, just a few minutes before you came on the show, you went out and you took the American flag and you said, I'm proud of my nation. You raised it up. And God said, you have been determined through your prayers to influence this nation. You're watching me. You're an influential person. The Spirit of God says, hear the word of the prophet to you as a king. I will open that door that you prayed about. And when it comes time for the election, you will be elected. How do we kill the giant? How do we kill the giant of death? How do we kill the giant of socialism? How do we kill the giant of human secularism? I have placed that man amongst you. And God says, these that shall reject him shall be shocked at how he takes the giant down. Now hear me please. The giant of death, the giant, the giants that have come, the brothers of Goliath. Stand in glee watching America. We will cripple you. You will lose your credit. But God said, watch. I said 20,000. Look not to Wall Street. However, observe. And they shall say, what is your plan for this, this giant? And he will take a simple stone. Remember the name. And he will hold it up and they will laugh at him. But the plan is so brilliant, says the Lord. It could only have been given by me. Come on! Well, if you are still here, that means you have some hope and some belief in what God's plans are. Because people who don't would have turned this off already. So just plant those seeds in your heart and let them grow. And know. God created us. He created this world with words, just like I said last week. And you're going to create whatever's going on in your city, in your state with your words, with what I'm about to tell you. One of the biggest reasons I decided to do a podcast about smart cities, because I have a list of stuff I want to talk about, is, like I said, the Hawaii fires really, really woke me up to how easy they can just torch a place, call it climate change. I mean, they did this in New Mexico. We had the biggest fire in 2022 last year here in New Mexico. They burnt out, and I told you this before, 
people out of their homes that didn't have insurance because they lived there so long, paid off, you know, they just paid property taxes, which are BS, and live a happy life. Well, one day, they do a quote-unquote controlled burn, right? Admit it in the state of New Mexico. Admit it. Yeah, we're going to do a controlled burn. Everybody's like, well, don't do that. The winds are really high. Like, that's not smart. So whoever's in charge, which is our governor, Michelle Lujan Grisham, who is the evilest human next to Biden and Hitler, like, I cannot stand this woman. And I've crossed paths with this woman. She straight up hates children. And you know what, Michelle, if you ever listen to this, I say that because the abortion laws you have passed. You, Michelle Grisham, Lujan, whatever, I said that backwards, but I don't care because you're not worth my time, except for this statement I'm about to make. You are okay with killing children up to birth. You have allowed the satanic temple to come over here and do mobile abortions in our state. So you got some blood on your hands, girl. And, and, and God sees it. It doesn't matter what little old me thinks because I'll just get deleted next week. But you know who sees it? God. And you, woman, have a lot of people praying. Praying for the state. Praying for those babies. And guess what, chick? You're not going to win. And that's the way we got to talk. Okay? When I'm about to bring you the information, I'm about to bring you with these smart cities, we talk like we have dominion and control of it. And I'm so sick of Christians. I post, I just posted that Kim Clements guy the other day. Why would anybody use Donald Trump? Why did God use half the people he used in the Bible? I have no idea. Why does he use me on this podcast? I don't know. I'm over here thinking that as I'm recording. God, what do you want me to say? What do you want? <laughs> like, I'm imperfect. I shouldn't even be talking. And he's over here like, no, Mel, you got something to say. Say it because we got to change this world. And it's one voice, one person at a time. And when I look at my stats on my podcast and I see my podcast growing across the globe and maybe two or three people just downloaded one episode or two episodes today, I don't care because I told myself when I started this podcast, if one person gets a seed planted, then that's one person that's going to heaven. And that's all I really, really, truly care about. Even that Michelle governor lady, Grisham, I want her to go to heaven. However, I know that her choices are not mine. And I have prayed for my state. I prayed for her. And this woman's not repenting. You know, we got to repent. A lot of us think, oh, I got to repent, be perfect. No, God's not looking for perfection. And I thank God for that because he's not ever once used a perfect person in the Bible. As a matter of fact, the perfect people are taught by the imperfect and that's exactly what's happening right now. Because when COVID-19 started, this was the huge push to see how freaking dumb people are. And you know who won? One for the government, zero for the people. Because <laughs> the government said, stand six feet away from your friends. I literally was running on a trail outdoors, saw somebody I worked with hug sweaty. Like we did hot yoga, sweaty. I saw him running on the trail, fresh air, but the news said we have to be six feet apart. He wouldn't touch me, wouldn't hug me, <laughs> stayed six feet apart. And this is when I was like, you got to be kidding me. And then I had another conversation with a friend and he was like, yeah, nobody will hug me. And I'm like, yeah, same. And then like people started dropping me like flies. The more I said, this is dumb guys. What are you doing? The more I was attacked, the more I realized this is real. 
like we're here here it is and now we're at round two and god warned us through his prophets guys if you don't listen to the prophecies find them because <laughs> they're talking and they've been talking and they're all agreeing and we're all stepping into a new time and it's uncomfortable and when it hits it's going to be suddenly but holy moly you can't keep up with the news anymore or your life right thank god but you have these these people these christians and that's who i'm talking to the most because i don't care really about the world at this point because you're you know that you're going to slowly wake up to all this and be like oh my gosh but the real point is is jesus what did he say all these years what did god say all these years and that's the important part of all this because if you don't understand those two timelines like i said a while back satan's timeline and which is used through people same with god how do you think god, people got healed it wasn't just because god came down and said i will heal you it's because people had faith and believed and they touched somebody and they prayed for somebody and they got healed do you know how many times i've seen healing I'm going to tell you about two and they're with animals because I feel like God really showed me healing through animals for some reason. And I'm going to start way back before I really believed in God like I do now. And I had this pit bull lab mix. Her name was Taza and she was awesome. And this was in Boise, Idaho. And I'm over at a boyfriend's house who we had broke up and I shouldn't even been there anyway. And I thought about that thousand times, but that's either near, you know, you got to get over the past. You really do. And so you got to get over choices you make when bad things happen. And so this particular night, I didn't want to be there. I shouldn't have been there. I went and my dog, we were at this house where there was a busy kind of highway almost. It was like 45, 55. It was, it was the speed limit right by this house. And they, the owner didn't want the dogs in there. So we all threw the dogs out and we hear this horrible noise and I run out and my best friend was staring me in the eyes. It makes me cry to this day, you guys, as she's dying and I'm freaking out. And then I just said, you know what? Just let you let yourself go. Don't fight. I knew it was bad. And that, the person that hit felt bad. He looked like Santa Claus. It was terrible. The whole thing was terrible, but in the long story short, she died and I went and buried her that night. And it was just a horrible night. And I cry about it 20 years later and knowing heaven's real, knowing she's up in heaven, knowing I'm going to see her again. Right? So life moves on. Okay. So fast forward, I go through that. People bring me flowers. It's like traumatic, right? And, and a lot of people hold on to that feeling forever. So move on. I get more animals. I fall in love again. And one day I'm divorced, broke, blowing glass because that's the side gig I had back then. So I made pipes for a catalog and sold them to, to raise my kid and I, so I didn't have to put her in daycare and I hate daycare. And if you put your kid in daycare, you guys should really think twice about that because I have a two year old right now and I know I'm rabbit trailing. <laughs> I know I'm rabbit trailing, but our kids are so much better than being raised by strangers. And there's a way to work it out. Me and my husband, it sucks. We're both independent people with con, you know, jobs and businesses and we bring her back and forth, but she's a better person because of it. And I know who wipes her butt and I know where she's at all day long and who talks to her and how they talk to her. You know, it's important. So back to animals, <laughs> back to the trail. So I have this dog, his name's Ollie. And he's actually scratching at my door right now, driving me nuts. And one day 
I have to move into this house and it's a one, two bedroom, one bath house for me and my daughter. And it's on a kind of busy road and I wasn't really excited about it. So I prayed, I said, God, don't let my dog get hit by any cars, blah, blah, blah. Well, one day he gets hit by a truck hard and he's freak. You hear it. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm like freaking out and he's can't walk and he runs into the house and he's laying there and the people that hit him, they say, what do you, what do I do? I said, will you please just pray for him? They left, prayed, I guess. I don't know. Hopefully they prayed to Jesus. I think they did because when I got in and prayed, I called the vet and this dog went from almost broken legs back status to jumping on my bed. And as I'm talking to the vet, I'm like, he's now jumping on my bed. And she was like, there's no way. I'm like, there is. I'll call you back. Anyways, fast forward. Another night I'm blowing glass. My cat gets hit. I have the garage door open. She's a black cat. She gets out middle of the night. I hear this horrid sound screaming. I think it's a teenager that drove by yelling, but I thought I should go look. I go look and it's my cat in the middle of the room. Black cat. I bring her in. She's got blood coming out of her eyes and nose. You guys, I'm not making this up at witnesses. I promise to God, this is the truth. Her name was Misty May and I did not know what to do. I had no money guys, none. And I had nothing but a prayer and a friend. And so I called Tiffany, my friend at the time, which unfortunately a long story there. Um, anyways, called her and she's like, I'll come over. She comes over. I'd already prayed a ton and I, and my prayers were desperate, but they were also just like the truth. Like God, do not let this cat suffer. Take her or heal her pick one. I don't know what you're going to do. So I put the cat in a bed and I just, it was like a little cat house and I put her in and just let her lay in there, prayed, went to bed, woke up the next day. And I knew I could afford at least a regular vet, which would have been like 80 bucks instead of hundreds. So I, I, and it was a vet I'd taken my dog to the Ollie dog. So we go there and they say, they take x-rays and do all the things. And they say, well, she must have nine lives because this cat has not one broken bone. She's totally fine. Okay. One more dog story about how powerful God is. So then this Ollie dog that got hit by the car, we moved to a different house and he loves trash because he's a beagle and he's annoying, but you got to love beagles because they're so precious. And Fauci, you suck for doing any tests on beagles. And if you didn't know Fauci did tests on beagles, you should Google that right now if you love Fauci because he totally sucks. And he totally not only like hurt every human being that got a COVID shot, he also hurts animals, beagles in, in particular. Anyways, my beagle got into the trash, another rabbit trail. You're welcome. Um, and he's whining just like he is at my door right now. And... I was like, why is this dog whining? What's going on? It's been days. So I say my prayer. Hey, Jesus, my dog, he's over here crying, whining. I don't know what's wrong with him, but you do please heal him. And for some reason, God's like, tap him three times. So I tap him three times, boom, 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 hard too. like pat, 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 not like kick or nothing, but like pat, pat, pat. And all of a sudden this dog throws up. I'm not kidding you. A plastic Walmart bag <laughs> like that you load your groceries with. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's your problem, bud. So anyways, God has showed me miracle after miracle with just animals. And I have personal other stories too, but if God loves animals so much and us so much, why wouldn't he love the world 
so much. And he does. And I don't think people understand because we listen to so much doom and gloom and, you know, media and, and TikToks and all the things. So we have to really lay down the, the foundation through all the rabbit trails of how powerful God is. Because now I'm going to play you this um, Claus Strauss. I don't even know. I want to say Santa Claus because he's like the evil Santa Claus. Klaus Schwab. And he's in charge of a lot of New World Order stuff. But before I play you this, did you guys know the first smart cities were done in India? And there's like a hundred of them already. And he started in 2015. And I found that interesting because in 2016, they really had meetings about this stuff and how 5G needed to be in place for the smart cities. And, and you, got, you guys, they sell it the same way as climate change. We just got to burn down, burn you out of your land. And then you're desperate and you have no house insurance and you can't rebuild. So we'll just buy your land and throw you some money. And then you're going to go move on with your life and we'll take your your precious land that you don't realize how important your dirt is. And I mean, I've seen this with my aunt. She got burned out of where she lived in California. This, this you guys is real. Lahaina burnt. If you guys look at Africa right now, the whole freaking country is on fire. 2023. Is it, do you see that on the news? No, you don't. You see what they want to show you on the news. It's like... I, like I've said many times, a cat with a red light. Look here, look here, look there. But all you got to do is simple. You got to look at what Satan's plan is and who the minions are. And if you have any power over them because they're in your state, then stand up and do it. And if you're on God's side, you already won. But you can't just win sitting down saying, oh, Jesus, come save us. Jesus already saved you. The second you asked him into your life, now... We, as the children of Jesus, the army, the body of Christ, need to stand up, quit being little wussies and crying all the time about the bad news and start saying what the good news is. Because once we start doing that, things change. And you know what brings me to that point is TikTok. Good old TikTok. So I have a waking up with Mel TikTok page. If you guys ever want to go follow me or check it out, go ahead. I don't really care because they'll probably delete me next week because <laughs> when I started posting about the Hawaii crap, every single video got taken down and then they put it back up because I appeal everything because it's against our First Amendment and it's wrong and they restored it. And then another crybaby saw it and cried out and cried to TikTok, take this down. And then they took it down for misinformation. You know what? We have a choice if we're misinformed or not. You know what? The news is misinformation, but are they fucking take, oops, excuse my language. Sorry guys. I'm not going to edit that out. Seriously. Excuse me. I've really been <laughs> trying to work on that, but you know, here I am human and I, it pisses me off. It really, can you tell pisses me off? Like it's not okay, but just because it pisses me off and I might say that word doesn't mean that we can't change it and do something about it. So there's this list right now of every city that's participating in smart cities. And I posted it and I thought about it on my podcast reading every single state. But you know what? That's your job to do. But one person in particular from Idaho was like, Idaho's safe. One, nobody's safe because you got friends and family living all over this country. And and not only this country, there was other countries involved with these smart cities, conferences and, you know, all in. Albuquerque being one. Thank you, Tim K. 
Keller. You're so great as a mayor over here bringing us into a smart city. <laughs> Not on my watch. So I shared this smart city list from their smart city web. Uh, let me give you the exact website in case any of you out there care to research any of this. So there's a website right now and it is called, and I've been out down many rabbit holes. So let me get to the one, uh, smart cities connect media and research. And it has everything they've been doing since 2016. But if you put smart cities, connect, uh, c uh participating cities, you're going to find every city that's involved. And some lady from Idaho, God bless her soul said, Oh, we're good here in Idaho. And no, you're not Rexburg, Idaho guys in Idaho. Rexburg, Idaho is signed up for a smart city of all cities. Cause I, I lived in Idaho, born and raised 21 years there. Rexburg is, I've never even been to. It's like a dot on the map and that's what they're choosing. You guys, some other ladies said, Oh, they're too poor this town. I said, yeah, because they they can take your land so easy. Why do you think they took all the, um, digital passports guys look into this remember all the train wrecks <laughs> it's so crazy i mean we've gone from train wrecks to planes not flying to uh burning down cities right in front of your face where kids are trafficked right in front of your face in lahaina and nobody's even talking about it on the mainstream media it's just like we can't even keep up nobody can keep up we've been under trauma for three years they used covid to traumatize everybody to keep you six feet away from your friends. Then you got yelled at for not wearing a mask. And now they're going to try to do it to you again to break you. Are you going to let it break you? I hope not. I had so much more to say to this. And I wanted to play Carl, Carl Schwab. But you know what? He's not even worth it. He's basically just saying, you know what? We have these plans. We've accelerated. Everyone's proud of us. And we're going to take your shit. So buckle up, buttercups. So let's not buckle up, Buttercup. Let's stop giving in to these New World Order people and start standing up because that's the only way anything's going to change. And I said that many times on my TikTok today. I said, you know what, guys? I'm sharing this so you can pray. I'm sharing this so you can wake up. I'm sharing this because they not only want to someday do the mark of the beast, they want to take everybody's land right now. It's 2023, August 28th. And they want to take your land. If you have land and you're a farmer, they want to move you into a city. And they want you to be smart. You Guess what, guys? You don't have to live without the internet. You can be smart. And we have digital IDs. We don't want a digital ID. Do you want a digital ID? We shouldn't even have a social security or birth certificates. Because that's all of the corporation. Go back and listen to my podcast about the United States Corporation. You guys. We are done with slavery and we are done with the bull crap. And I guess that's the message God wanted me to give you tonight because I don't even know why he wanted me to do this podcast tonight, but I said, I will do it and I'm not worthy, but here I am. So father God, screw these elites, screw all these people, these governors and all these people. I know they're your children and I know you love them, but I don't. So please show me what to do with this, with this. And show all the other people because we are angry right now and we are done and we want justice. So we pray right now for justice. We pray for your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. You said it. You promised it. You will 
do it and we are ready for it lord and the more that we agree together the more that we stand together i believe the more you will move your hand to show who you are and i'm excited to live in this time and i pray that i don't gripe too much please forgive me for my swearing i cannot stop sometimes so please help me tomorrow and tonight and the rest of the, my life and i pray for everyone out there listening that just stuck it out this far Thank you for them. Thank you for this audience. Thank you for this microphone. Thank you for the freedom of speech. Oh, and please just liberate us. All these people that we've been deleted over and over and over. Free us. Free our voice. And let us be as free as these Illuminati jerks. In Jesus' holy and precious name. Amen. Stand and unite arm in arm. This is a time of a great darkness, a time of great sorrow or distress, a time of a tribulation, not the tribulation, two different things. What I'm saying, my children, great sorrow will be seen and felt. Because of this great shaking, I have told you many deaths will take place. Many things will take place to shake, to shake, to shake this world. To shake this world in a shaking it is never known. I have been preparing you for this time. I have been warning you of this time. I have given you words to hold on to for this time. I've given you my blood covenant this time. I've given you my name for this time. I've given you my armor this time are you listening are you hearing the words that I am giving to you are you hearing them are you heeding the warnings are you listening to me but do you trust me This is a time where many, many will grow weary and stop trusting me because they weren't listening, because they were blinded from the truth. I told you, I said, said before you, life and death blessing and cursing, you choose. I can't choose for you. And many people are choosing the wrong direction. Many children are on a battlefield and they don't even know it. A battlefield where they're going to hit one after another with one weapon after another of the enemy 
on that battlefield. I am there on that battlefield are my angel armies. On that battlefield is my blood. But they're not taking it. They don't trust me. They don't use my word. They don't stand on it. And many people will be crying out, God, why is this happening? And they'll blame me. My children, I never wanted it to happen to you. I've told you in my word that you are in this world, but you are not of it. You make yourself of it by disobeying. You make yourself of it if you speak like them, you talk like them, you act like them, then you are them. A plan is being made right now. A very evil and sinister plan. The ones who will listen, the ones who obey, the ones who will stand, the ones who will decree, the ones who will command, the ones who will stay consistent, you are protected. I am your protection. And nothing will get past me. You will look upon these things, but they will not affect you. I am warning of an incoming strike from your enemy. A strike so big, some men's hearts will fail them because the apprehension of what is about to come. I've told you about your distractions, turn them off. I've warned you what your adversary is doing with them. Turn off your phones, turn off your TVs, turn off your games, get with me. I promise you my children, I promise you victory. I promise you abundance. I promise you increase. I promise you more than enough. I promise you that you are going to rise above and that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I will show you that in my word, it says, trust, lean, rely on me. I will not fail. I will not leave. I will not abandon you. I said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And that's exactly my promise. So in this day, learn to trust me. In this day, learn to know who I am. In this day, learn of me and all of the great things that I have for you. Remember who I am. Remember this day. Remember these words. The great I am is with you wherever you go. So do not fear. Do not fear. Do not fear these words. I'm not saying it to bring fear. I'm saying it as a warning. 
because they're just about up. So obey, receive, declare, decree, and see what I do for you. You will come out on top. Justice, I promise you, is being served now, even when you don't see it. Great judgment is coming now, even when you don't understand. Get ready for it. Get your homes in order. Because you are about to see everything change. But that is for your victory, saith the Lord.